All right, let's get it going. Just now knock upon my door. Oh, God. Telling me it's time for number four. So sit right down and pull up a seat, cause man, you're in for something so sweet. Sounds a little Jamaican there. A little Jamaican. It yeah. was some, we thought we'd change yeah. it up as we're getting into the uh, you know the, the, the coming of summer, the nicer months. We thought we'd go for some uh, Sunnier, uh, sunnier style got, music. Got so picture to show you. you got a picture to show me here. Okay, so uh, Scott's just pulled up his. Uh, I look like him. Well, first of all, this is a this is an S10 uh, that he has on a special wrist bracelet, so that he is like uh, Luke Devereaux. Luke Devereaux from Universal Soldier. That's right. I forgot yeah. the movie. So what it does is it allows him to rotate, and I can talk and stuff. Yeah, it allows him to just hold it up. Uh, like like a wristwatch, his phone, and he can rotate it, and it, it, it clasps in there really well. <laughs> he he loves it, but uh, so he's showing me a picture right now because the the backstory to this, how this started, this picture which he's presenting to me right now, which I'll I'll explain. So he woke up this morning, and uh, you know his his hair looked like a porcupine ran through it. It's <laughs> it's all over. We'll we'll see it as the thumbnail. It's like a porcupine ran through his hair. Uh, into the bike. Oh yeah. <laughs> They're funny. No, and uh, so so what? Uh, when his sister saw it, obviously she goes, "Oh my God, you look like the Unabomber." Well, yeah, I look like him, <laughs> like like that. <laughs> so, so you're showing us a picture of the Unabomber. That's what I look like. That's who you look like a bit today, huh? See, so because you, you got that porcupine hair, you know, yeah. like. Well, I mean, I can't really like like if we're gonna talk about hair, like what here, like. All right. So, what what's going on here now? What what are you seeing here? Like. My hair, like what, what's happening here? Well, you look, actually look like Andre the Giant. We were, uh, so you, you know, you said my hair was like Andre the Giant. <laughs> really? I, I don't know about Andre the Giant. I, I thought it was more like Einstein, right? But, but we'll see. Or sailor, kind of, kind of sailor, sailorish, kind of. Sailor. Like the sailor on Uncommon Valor. Oh yeah, 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 sailor. Yeah, he had big curly hair. So that, that that's kind of it's all in my eyes here though too. Yeah, no, it's so annoying, isn't it? How it gets in your face and you want to go. <gasps> kind of, yeah, yeah. So we we were gonna we were gonna <coughs> kick this one off uh, because you 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 had mentioned to me that there was some uh, there was an actor that you had to touch upon that is one of your favorite that I wasn't aware of. I mean, uh, we all know about Ryan uh, Donahue, yeah. but you have another one that you really. Uh, oh yeah, Ray Culkin. That's your guy, eh? Yeah, Rory Culkin. Yeah, you know, so that—that's uh, uh, which Culkin's brother? That's uh, Macaulay's. Macaulay Culkin's brother. Yeah, yeah. So his younger brother. I think it's it could be argued that Rory is a more talented actor. Rory Culkin. I've seen him go a little deeper in his in his roles, like in um, Signs, right? Yeah, he was in Signs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that young that young fellow did a great job. He always had to work the inhaler. Remember, he the had inhaler, the pro- yeah, the <laughs> for, for, for yeah. his asthma thing. Yeah, what? Remember, he had to get his inhaler once, and that thing was on him, and it was like grabbing him, and oh, yeah. him what, what happened? It was like swing away, swing, swing away, swing away. <gasps> and his dad helped him. Was his dad? Yeah, Mo Gibson helped him. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, the the his uncle too. Uh, what was his uncle's name in that? I can't remember. It was Phoenix. Uh, oh, Qual Qual Phoenix. No, I remember his uncle hit him with a hit that alien with a baseball bat. Oh yes, yeah, something Phoenix. What was his name? Yeah, yeah, it's River, not River Phoenix's brother, Joaquin. 
Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. How, how the hell did we that one just come flying off our, the top of our heads? Off our agenda. So what is it about Rory? I mean, come on. This is pretty random actor. You're going from Van Damme and yep. Stallone and Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, Harrison to Ford. Harrison Ford, of course, your number one, without a doubt, yep. to Rory Culkin. He's just a good actor. He's just a good actor, huh? He is, yeah. So what 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 sh- what, what movies uh, stand out the most f- with you with with the uh, young Rory Culkin? Uh, called Jack Goes Home. Jack Goes Home. Yeah. Jack Goes home. home. See you later, Jack. <laughs> Have a good good stride. Have a good stride. Yeah, goodbye, Jack. Have a good stride. <laughs> make sure you don't fall on cement. As, as it's, you're going, make sure you don't. Fall all on cement. <laughs> Here's one of my favorites, too. Yeah. What's that? The Chinook. All right, so we uh, we uh, we did digress. Good. I'm glad you didn't disappoint. So we went from Rory to the Chinook, yeah. which is the CH... 47. Yeah. Now, it's a pretty old helicopter. Yeah, it's been around for a while. And uh, it's used by uh, many nations. Uh, I don't know who makes it. What, what company makes it? Do you even know? Uh, Boeing. Boeing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Boeing. Always, I always associated with a Canadian company and Canadian Army, cause just because the name Chinook. I mean, Chinook yeah. is like a Chinook wind. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a native Indian term from Canada, I'm pretty sure, and that's what we call the sh- salmon. Salmon, yeah. Chinook. Yeah, like uh, what the Americans call a king salmon. King salmon, yeah. The, we on the Brit- in British Columbia call Chinook. Chinook, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I've caught some Chinook. Your dad's caught some Chinook. Uh, you, I'm right, you, I did it. You, you have, I think, fishing with Michael and... Uh, and his dad, yeah. And his dad, right? Yeah, we, yeah, we caught a pink uh, salmon. A pink salmon. Yeah, I can't remember. You could call it Chinook salmon. Well, pink salmon isn't a Chinook salmon. Oh. It's about the exact opposite of a Chinook because the pink is the smallest of the salmon family, whereas the Chinook mm-hmm. is the largest. Largest of the bunch. We also call them spring salmon. Yeah, largest of the bunch. Largest of the, <laughs> the bunch. Yeah, that was song worthy. Yeah. That was song worthy for sure. So uh, you got the real, you got the Deverell scroll going on there. I, re- I really wish I could share this with all your, uh, y- you know, your friends, family, and viewers at home, which are, which are many, which are numerous. This is a fast helicopter. That's, um, well, what's the speed? What's the top speed? 291. 291. Yeah. So is that knots? Is that kilometers? The knots, yeah. It's in knots. Okay, so... And speaking of uh, speaking of aircraft, uh, we we were saddened with the news the other day with this atrocious war that's going on, this horrible oh, war yeah. in Ukraine. But what what was in the big picture? Not a big as big as the the horrific things that are happening to the poor people in Ukraine. But what was the disappointing news we heard that came out of your, uh, Ukraine with the war and the bombing? An two twenty five. The An two twenty five was blown up. They killed that thing. And there was only. One operational AN-225 in the world, the largest for the for your friends and your viewers and yep. family at home, which are numerous, did, if they don't know, uh, it's the largest transport aircraft in the world, or was. Now, yep. apparently there is a, uh, a non-operational... Uh, there it is. There it is. Right there, that's the one. That's the one. And so... You know, all your, your fans, they can look it up if they want. AN-225. Well, the Antonov was blown up by Russians for whatever reason. It's not a military aircraft. Stupid. So, so you know, they're real real assholes for doing that. You can call them whatever you want for that. No, they're fucking idiots. Yeah. 
Yeah, the, I agree. They're very fucking stupid. There was a big airplane that we saved last time. Yeah. <laughs> we blew up Russia. We're terrible about that one. So was that a Russian or a Ukrainian accent? A Russian. You were doing a Russian yeah. one. We right. blew our big plane out of the sky. Now we can't fly. <laughs> <laughs> that was so sad. It was sad. It's a lovely plane. But they say they're going to build another one. Another big, another new one. Yeah, let's hope everything, everything, uh, you know, levels out and, and uh, you know, the world can once again... Get a new one. Uh, you know, behold, behold the, the, the largest uh, transport aircraft in the world. Yeah, because I'm sure they'll get a big one. Well... You, the new big one. You think it'll be a new big one? You think it'll, you know, it won't be like a Cessna or something? Oh, like no. That. It'll be like an AN, AN-225B. Oh, maybe they're, oh, maybe you just came up with a new variant on your own and you yeah, can suggest Mariah. that to him. A new call, Mariah. Yeah, or Maria, they call it Maria or Dream or something. You oh, can look it up on YouTube. You can always look it up. Mm. You can have a look. Yeah, I, I don't know about that, but what, I don't know about wrestlers. Oh, I do. You do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so um, what, what, what's, what, for, for this Sunday morning, what, what would be a good wrestler? Uh, for me to talk about? Well, right now, just off the top of your head, really just like, just thinking, jamming out there, you know, riffing it. What, what kind of wrestler term and, or, or event or whatever comes to your mind with a wrestler right now? Uh, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Yeah. I don't even know who that is. Oh, he's one of the, he's part of the shield. The shield. Yeah. So if he's part of the shield, what's the rest of the shield? Uh, he he's like a tag team. So he tags tag teams up with Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. Yeah, okay. and they they get in a handicap thing and they fight and oh my god. Okay, well I I, I definitely don't know as much about wrestlers as you, but I, I I was thinking the other day when we were doing that podcast and you had said, I think we asked who is the most macho of uh, all all wrestlers. Oh yeah, Macho Man. Yeah, so given his name, you would think that. But what about um, Triple H? Oh, Triple H. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hang on, I got a photo of him. Hang on. Yeah, I know, but is he, he macho? Uh, not really. No. No, he's big and muscular though. He's like six four, six four. Okay, so if he's big and muscular but not macho, macho, what defines macho then in your mind? Like, what 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 is the difference between? You know, because they're all big. They're, they're all big, strong men, big, big these wrestlers, men. right? So yep. what, what what makes one macho and the other not? Like, macho man's macho, but yep. that's his name. So we, we assume him to be macho, but why isn't Triple H macho, you think? Because he's got a sledgehammer, and macho man doesn't have a sledgehammer. Okay, so who, who has a sledgehammer? Triple H. Oh. So he's the, less macho because he has a weapon? Yeah, calls him the equalizer. The Equalizer. Yeah, if you look it up on YouTube, he hit Undertaker like right here, right in the top of his head with it. Yeah, Undertaker looks like he's taken a lot of shots to the head. Yeah, no, he's been hurt. Has he? Poor guy. Poor guy? Yeah, his eyeballs are like bloodshot. Really? Yeah, they're almost out You don't of his... think it's from smoking a lot of weed or something? <laughs> no? I don't think he would. No? <laughs> he eats tobacco, though. Oof, eats it? Yeah, he eats it, yeah, in his mouth. <laughs> so there you have it. Undertaker eating tobacco. Well, it's a well-known fact that uh, chew, cha, you know, uh, is, is a big, uh, big thing in the United States of America. They Chew-cha. love their, 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 their cha, their chewing tobacco. Um, the Undertaker is the next level. The next level. He actually level. eats, he actually eats this tobacco, right? Yeah. You know what he did that was really, really, really bad? He, uh. Take the hat off there. He, uh, hang on a second. Yeah. 
take off my hat. Yeah, yeah, just and then put your headphones back on. Put it right there. Yeah, because you're tipping it right into the mic and it's going to block it, right? Oh, there we go. Yeah, you got to always remember because we're we're doing a podcast, which is like a radio show. You got to make sure you're talking into the mic mostly, yep. right? Yeah, or, or your 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 friends, family, fans at home, which yep. are numerous, will not be able to. Uh, I got a hear fo- you. Yeah, I got a photo of Undertaker here. Hang on. You got a photo of Undertaker. Oh yeah, I do. Pretty creepy. Pretty creepy photo though. Hang on a sec. Get on to it right now. You don't want to mess with that, huh? No, because he's the he's the dog in his yard. He's the dog in the yard. Yeah. He's the dog in the yard. Yeah, like he's like a like a brother dog. So if anybody goes in his yard, he goes he gets after them. Who does? Undertaker, because he says that in the ring. He calls the ring his yard. Oh, yeah. If, if you go in there, he'll. Oh, so metaphorically, he's yeah. calling the 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 wrestling ring his yard. His his yard. Yeah. So if you're and he's a he's like a guard dog in the yard, right? So yeah. if you come into his yard, what do you got to prepare yourself for? To, to get out of there, because he'll. But what's he going to do to get you out of there? You think? Probably choke slam you out. Choke slam you. Yeah, out. he goes like. Grabs yeah. by the throat. Really? Yeah, here he is. Oh, that's a scary looking guy, man. Look at those crazy eyes. God, he looks like he got beat up too much. <laughs> yeah. Or he kind of looks like Rocky. Did he ever win a WWE uh, event? No, he lost a lot. He's never won one. No. He lost against Mankind. Uh, he lost Hell in the Cell. Or he got beat up a few times. Really? Got his head cut, like red gash open in his head. He was bleeding on the ring, put blood over the ring and everything. Holy crap. Then he got stairs slammed in his head. Whoa, <laughs> Jesus. But hit with a sledgehammer, like, went bam, like hit him right in the head with it. Wow. Hit him right in the top of the skull. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, one sec here. Yeah, yeah what was that? There was something else you were going to mention there. I thought, you know, you mentioned Rory Culkin. You didn't go into a lot of details about him because you just know you love him, but. The Undertaker, yeah, yeah. The Undertaker, but what about uh, what other wrestlers? What other interesting things happening on the wrestling scene right now? Oh, Triple H is gonna fire a bunch of people. He's gonna fire a bunch of people. Yeah, because I saw the clip. He says like, he, he says when I come back, somebody will get fired, and I'm like, and I'm like, ooh, and he dropped the microphone. What? Yeah, that's how mad he was. Really? Yeah, he says like he says like, I got a video of it. Yeah, I don't want to see the video because yeah. we're doing a vi- we're doing a you know it's just a there's no video for this. So, yeah. But uh, you got the video? Do you have it queued up? Yeah, okay. yeah. On my cell phone, yeah, I got the video of the wrestling show. Yeah. Okay. He says uh he says like somebody will get. It'll come. So, uh, what are we looking at here? Triple H saying they're going to get fired. Oh, I skipped them off. All right, well, let's pass on that. So, um, yeah, I don't know where we go. Uh, you know, like, we got the nice weather, I noticed. You're sitting outside. Yeah, beautiful out there. Yeah, so, uh, you know, you are out there earlier. What, what were you hoping to do and achieve sitting outside earlier this morning? Watching airplanes. You're looking for some planes? Yeah. Any luck? I'm saying I saw one dash eight. A dash eight, yeah, yeah. from uh, from the airfield over there. Yeah, huh? I love those things. Yeah, they're loud. Dash eights are loud. Yeah, huh? and they're low too. 
like fly over my work so low. They right. go do like a whoo. I hear their engines. So I'm like, whoo. Yeah. I'm like rolling through and I'm like, wow. What's the most impressive uh, aircraft you've seen from your work? Oh, the Globemaster. The Globemaster. We were just, yeah, we were talking about that the other day, right? It's the uh, C, what is it? One, C-117. C-117, yeah. right? One of the most impressive transport planes, if not the most. Imp- I mean, you're the C-5 Galaxy guy. Everybody yeah. knows that. All your fans, your friends, you know, your neighbors, your family. Yeah, love the which C-5. Are numerous, know that you love the C-5 Galaxy. Like love that, that one. That's your number one plane. But that's a monster. It is, but mm-hmm. I, I, I find the Globemaster with its short takeoff uh, and landing abilities to be more impressive personally. But, of course, it doesn't have the payload that the C5 Galaxy does. Yeah. Right. So if you were seeing a C5 Galaxy fly over work, what would be the first song that would pop into your head that would make you think of that plane? I'd go like, holy crap. But what would be the song, the musical soundtrack of that plane flying over your head? What, what, what song would maybe you'd love to hear when that plane was flying over your head? I saw a C5 Galaxy flying over my work. Be something like that. You'd make up an original one. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking. Uh, I was thinking like a. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking like an existing song that we, you know, everybody knows. But yeah. you're saying you would, if you saw a C five, you would want to make your own uh, song. Make your own song. Yeah. yeah? What about uh, if a CF eighteen flew went- over? It'll be a super hornet. Yeah, yeah. They can sting. <laughs> they can sting. Now, just to be technical, is a is a CF eighteen a super hornet though? Oh, yeah. No. No, it's the Hornet. It's just a Hornet. Yeah, but the Super Hornet is the... What is the su- Super Hornet? F- F-18A? Isn't it F-A-18? F-A-18, Super Hornet, yeah. F-18 is a Hornet. Yeah. F-A-18 18 is, is super a Super Hornet. And Canada doesn't have Super Hornets. No. So, you know, again, just a little technicality there. Yeah, but no problem. No problem. Just so... How are things going with your friends in uh, in Vancouver? You have, you know, what's, what's new with them? Oh, they're... Doing good. Yeah, who who are you talking to mostly these Chris. days? Chris? Yeah. You're talking to Chris more than Aleem. Yeah, I talked to Aleem last night. I tried to get a hold of him, but he wouldn't answer. He so. wouldn't answer. No, what a creep. <laughs> he can be at times, pineapple right? Pineapple head. Pineapple face. Yeah. Pineapple head. Yeah, pineapple head. <laughs> Aleem. Yeah, he, uh, it's, it's that Noriega look he has that we always, we, we I don't know, when I saw him, it's like, oh, oh, there's old pineapple face. And that's what they used to call... Uh, Man, uh, Norton, uh, Noriega, the uh, deposed uh, president of Panama way back in the day. Oh. Who was criminal. You know, like, I don't know if Alim is a criminal, but he, he could be obnoxious and pushy. He could be really rude, yeah. What are some of the rude things he says to you sometimes like that are pushy? He says, uh, well, I can't remember. Uh, I know he gets really bossy. On the, that's why I call blocked him. Well, he he, uh, he said bossy. Remember, he says, hurry up and come and move back down to North Vancouver. Yeah, th- th- that's why I call block him for that. Didn't he, didn't he say that? Yeah. He says, come down to Vancouver. I want you here now. And I went, nope. Yeah, that's what he said. Come on to Vancouver. I want you here now. I'm not going down there if he's like that. No, no. Because no. that's kind of rude. Well, it's just assertive. It's it's him trying to assert his dominance on you. Like, so he's the big dog and you're the little dog and he's humping your leg, right? <laughs> I'd like Aleem would hump my leg. That that's a little far fetched. That's far fetched. I think you get out of hand there. A little out of hand, right? I mean, you never know what to expect from Aleem. Humping my leg. Oh my god. <laughs> that's weird. Well, I was using it in again. Just it was like just an analogy of power, right? Like humping a leg in dog world is a sign of dominance. It's, so he's trying to dominate you by humping your leg, right? I'd love to beat him up. <laughs> If he humped your leg. Yeah, I would. I'd hit him. 
I would think you would. I'd probably smack them. Because imagine if you were going down to the fire the hall at yep. 13th and Lonsdale, and you were there to talk to the boys. And as soon as you got there, Aline was there, and he started humping your leg in front of the fire guys. I, I tell him that's rude. I go get out of here. Yeah. yeah. I'd be mad. And embarrassed. Embarrassed and mad. And mad. I'd be telling Because the firemen would be looking, and they'd be going, what the shit is going on out there? Yeah. Why? We, we see Aline and Scotty here all the time. Why the hell did, on this today's day... Aleem choose to hump his leg like that, like a little dog. So rude. Yeah. And we'd only think it's because you haven't been there so long and you finally got down there to visit him that he wanted to claim you. So by claiming you, by humping your leg, he claimed you and you're his now. You're his bitch. Yeah. So rude. You're Aleem's bitch, right? Yeah. yeah, he's, He's an asshole. But he's your friend. You can't talk to him about talk to him about like that. Oh. What if he hears this? Because this this is broadcasting around the world. What if someone goes, Aleem, Scotty was talking really bad about you. Oh, he wouldn't like that. He wouldn't. I go, Aleem. I could do. I could do that. You could do that. Th- 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 that'll make him laugh. Yeah, yeah. That we. Oh, what did we hear about la- speaking to laugh the other day? Uh, you, you called. Ki- you're talking to Kiki, and you are now the. Uh, what was it? The. Uh, Everywhere man? Everywhere man now, yeah. Instead of? Nowhere. Instead of what? Instead of a nowhere man like Mark. Like Mark. I'm everywhere. Yeah, you're the everywhere man. Yeah. And Mark is the nowhere man. Mark's the chrome dome <laughs> of, the, of the old days. Well, he's chrome, but if he saw your hair, he would almost say, I'll take my chrome over that, you know, hair that a porcupine ran through right now. Like, yeah, I'll be going. Yeah, I tell him that long because you, yeah, you know, it's funny. Your your hair is like just crazy, but you you want it long for a reason. Yeah, I like it long. Yeah, but the other day it was schlicked back, and you had your glasses on. And who did you tell me you look like? Because you knew it. Remember, you had your hair slicked oh, back, and you had oh, your yeah. glasses on. And like you said, um, oh yeah, Van. Yeah, I look like Van Dam when I had it back. Yeah, and Van Dam from what movie? Universal Soldier. Is that how we? Oh, I guess he did look like that in yeah, Universal he did. Soldier, right? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it was like Van Damme in, in, in that one because usually you like to look at like Van Damme. Oh, yeah. He's your number one guy. I would think at a super action heroes, just we've probably covered it before, but just to reinforce it, who who is your number one movie action hero guy? Van Damme. Yeah, and then your overall number one actor. Oh, yeah, Harrison Ford. There we go. So we, we've just established that again because it's yeah. important for people to realize what these two mean to you. Harrison's your number one overall, mm-hmm. and Van Damme, because you like the way he kicks. and He could hurt you. He, yeah, yeah, he could he, he could hurt you. He kicks about 80. 80? 80 miles an hour. Yeah. Hey, what about, you know, that, that old story that uh, from... Uh, from Cakes when he was a, a security uh, guard down at uh, at the... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he... Well, how was that? So he was working security one day down there, and then he saw Van Damme. Yeah. And then how did the how did that all go? He, he saw Van Damme. He goes like, Van Damme. He's like this. He's like, oh. Van Damme goes by. He goes like, oh, oh, look. What? What happened here? You saw him walking away, right? So it was he—he's pretty well got it there. But as as far as I recall, the, the story from from the caring one from Cakes was he was working security. And he saw Van Dam was walking towards him. And he's going, "Holy smokes!" He's thinking to himself, "This is Jean Claude Van Dam." So he's like, uh, 
Oh, hey, Jean-Claude, real pleased to meet you. And then right there, Van Damme went, hey, what's over there? And he, he looked to the side behind Dan and he pointed. And then Dan just sort of like, huh? And he looks around. He looks behind him to see what Van Damme was pointing at. And then when he looked back at Van Damme, well, it was Van Damme gone. Oh. Van Damme just walked away. So what he did is he, 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 bait, he baited him. He switched, bait and switch. Oh. So he missed, it was real, a classic, classic maneuver where yeah. he, he redirected Cakes. attention to a phantom area where apparently something was happening, but nothing was there. And then, so when, when, when Cakes looked that way, yeah. Van Damme used that opportunity to, w during the distraction to leave. Cause he, at the end of the day, he didn't want to talk yeah. to Karen Cakes, which is normal or understandable. Is it? Yeah. Sometimes Van Damme doesn't talk when he's busy. I would have thought it's kind of rude. Yeah, kind of rude. But, but it's it, it's a nice way of being rude. Instead of saying, "Hey, fuck, buddy," like I don't want to talk to you right now. He just he just misdirected his attention somewhere. Yeah, just like say redirected. Fuck. Sorry, he redirected his attention somewhere. Right? So it isn't like you know meeting Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, you know what did Tommy Lee Jones say to you when you met him? Told me to get the hell out of the way. He told you to get the hell out of the way. Yeah. So you're just there standing there. Yeah, cleaning up stuff. He's in, in, where were you again? Kate's Park. Right. And you're just doing your job. Yeah. And then. He walks by, says, get the hell out of the way. And I went, okay. Like that, I'm, that I look really mad. You looked really mad, eh? Yeah. I, I, as soon as he walked away, I went, what a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah, he is a jerk. Rightfully so. And Bobby told him off. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, she wrote to his publicist. She got right after him. Got right after him because that was very, very rude. She'd be and polite. He doesn't seem like a nice guy. No. You know, when we see him in The Fugitive and all uh, that, he seems like a real grumpy kind of asshole, didn't he? Yeah, he made me laugh in U.S. Marshals when he wore that chicken outfit. That was funny. Yeah, yeah. He, he was going. <laughs> There's no denying. That was funny. There's no denying, and that was funny. Yeah, we we laughed at that. We 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 did. We laughed. We laughed pretty hard at that one. I I I I was actually. I gotta admit, like I'm not a big Tommy Lee fan either. Yeah. Like, Seagal stabbing him with a knife in the head in Under Siege was one of the best moments. I laughed at that. Yeah. I said, I said right on, Steve. Right on, Steve. Because Seagal is tough. Is he? He's a. She's like six seven. I think. He's six, tall, six, but it, it's been it's been argued that he's not really and challenged that he's really not as tough and and everything that he says he is. No. But he looks tough, doesn't he? Big guy. So if it was between Seagal and Lundgren, big Dolph. Yeah. In a in a fight. I think Dolph would win. You think Dolph would win? Oh yeah. He'd win, I think. I think uh, Seagal, I think Van Damme would beat Seagal. What would be the ultimate fight between action uh, hero? If you were to look out, you know, you're out, outside looking for airplanes and you just happen to look on the street and two of your favorite action uh, hero actors were fighting, what would be your, 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 your choice? Uh, it's a tough one. Oh, God. Uh, one would be Van Damme. One would be Van Damme. Uh, Jet Li. Oh. Van Damme and Jet Li. Wow, that's, yeah, that, that one, that one caught me off guard. He could beat up Jet, Jet Li would beat up. 
Van Damme so much. Yeah, they're much. both getting a little long in the tooth. It's hard to tell. They're both really good martial artists. But Van Damme's all about the feet, and Jet Lee's, Jet Lee's a little more all-arounder, I think, too. Or, or Wesley Snipes. I bet he could he could beat Van Damme. Yeah. Oh, oh easy. He'd probably knock him out with one punch. Yeah, he was tough in The Expendables 3. I liked him in that. He played Doc. Doc. Yeah, he was a funny guy. He, he, he says, like, uh, I like he says, he's ditching you. I like he still goes like, huh. Well, you got really mad at him, remember? And you had to go after him. You had to go after who? Was he snipes? Maybe he, he says he's ditching you. Because Jason Statham told him maybe he was getting off the helicopter to go on the train. And it made, made uh, Stallone mad. He goes like, huh. And then they had to go like right after him. We had to get him. Jeez, that was a good mad face you did of Stallone. That was like spot on. Yeah. Huh. Like he was so pissed. Yeah. Yeah, when, when Stallone looks pissed, he, he looks pissed. Yeah, I don't want to His veins him. all burst out of his head and everything like that. Remember that mad face he did at uh, Harrison Ford, remember? No. We did that Conrad Stonebanks. We did that evil face too, remember? Conrad Stonebanks? Yeah, that's, he, he thought he was Victor Minns, but it was Conrad Stonebanks. Harrison Ford thought that, and he I, told him. I don't remember that. But Mel Gibson, said, whoever that piece of shit is, I don't like him. I want him as bad as you do. Like, oh. that, he, he got mad. That was, he, that, he, that was Harrison Ford yeah, in that one. You just see me when I'm angry, you'd be impressed and very dead. Is that what? That was in Expendables 3, that yeah, line? Mel Gibson said that. Oh, oh, Mel Gibson said that He line. said that to Stallone. He says, like, you'd be very impressed and very dead. Oh, is that when they were in the truck? Yeah. When he was captured? Yeah. Right. To try me, me around the fire. Very tribal. <laughs> I mean, I laughed at that scene. Which one? He says, like, deep me down, carve me in front of the fire. Very tribal. Hmm. Because they're going to carve him. Carve him. Yeah. I like the look on Stallone. He says, uh, he says, when we stop... Break every bone in your body. Dropped off his leftover at the Hag. Remember he told him that? He told that right to Mel Gibson. Really? Oh, yeah. Holy crap. He was pissed. I got to, I got to, it looks like I got to fire that one up again because I don't remember some of these classic. Uh... It's funny. I laughed at that movie. Oh, you did? Yeah. I like Harrison Ford. Trench, you're on. Ha, 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 You're doing the Arnold laugh. There was a scene you were really laughing at last night when we were watching uh, Three Kings. Oh, so. yeah, the cow that blew up on the Jeep. Yeah. What is that? Why is that so funny? It just made me laugh. It's the way you go, Tong Kang, and I bang the horns on the front, Kong. <laughs> so it's the sounds of the cow. Yeah, hitting the tra- hitting the Jeep. The exploded cow. Remember like when uh, that little guy Carlton or whatever, he, he shoots him, he goes, did, did you see the way that cow's head flew up in the air? It looked like a cartoon. <laughs> I know we laughed at that, you and I and Obby. Well, we weren't really, you were the only one really laughing at that. I laughed at what the guy said about calling the cow cartoon, but you were laughing at the cow when he exploded. Oh, God, that was funny. It was. It's so funny. Wow. And actually, War with Grandpa, my favorite other scene, but the, the record flew out the window off the record player when they were playing music, when Robert Jr. was playing a music song, and the record went like, out the window, remember it went out the oh. window. Oh. And it skipped and went out the window. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that fight with Grandpa movie or whatever? Yeah, War with Grandpa, yeah. So we went from, we went from Expendables 3, three, three yeah. to... Three Kings. Three Kings to... War with Grandpa. Wow, man. And we really, we really know how to, like, these transitions are, are just so... Yeah, just, like, right on the money of these movies. But, but what about his grumpy face and heat? Who's? Robert De Niro's without, without Val Kilmer, with the phone... When he hung up the phone, remember he got mad at Danny Trejo? He says, sorry, brother, I let you down. He hangs up and he goes like. 
Oh, they wow. They did an ugly face. I'm like, oh. Once again, I wish I could show the viewers. Oh, that would be creepy. Or the uh, listeners, pardon me, uh, your De Niro face. Yeah. It's, yeah, there the, it is. The full night. You do the squint. You do the, the, the downward lips. You know, the way your lips go downward like Beaker yeah, from I, Sesame Street? I know it scares you when I do that. Well, you know me, I almost pee my pants when you do that. And you keep hoping for a new Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, I'm hoping for it. All right, Indiana Jones, uh, real quick trivia of the Indiana Jones book. Uh, recite me a line from page four. Oh, that's when they're in the, uh, in that church thing. Church Talking thing. to those army guys about the Ark and stuff. Oh, about the Ark. Okay, how about page 14? When they get the Ark out of the thing. And they hold on to it. Do you remember any lines on it? Uh, yeah, I remember. I remember Sala. He says, he, he, and he goes like, uh, he says, uh, "You okay?" He goes, he goes like, and then they pick it up. They go, "Oh, oh. we lift up that crate, remember right? That, that big heavy. What was that? They lifted the art, wasn't it? Oh yeah. no, the crate. Yeah, that it was in, right? Oh yeah, that was so heavy. Right. I heard Indigo because <clears throat> it was big and heavy. What about page seven? Oh yeah, we fought Pat Roach. Oh, that was the that was the fight with the bald German. Yeah, and then they did seventeen with him with that. He was in two parts. What? Yeah, he played the big bad guy in the bar. And Pat he, Roach was played two characters in that movie. Yeah, he played the bad guy in the bar. Right. And then he was the mechanic oh, on the airfield. See, I only think of when I think of the bald German and Pat Roach, I th I think only that one fight, the airfield fight, they had two which of is them. which is an iconic scene, right? Yeah, two of but them. But you just. Inform me and, of course, all your listeners, which are numerous, yep. about the fight with Pat Roach being also earlier on in the movie in uh, Marion's bar. Yeah, that was him. No kidding. Pat Roach, yeah. Wow. Okay, one more. One more page. How about page, uh, page nine? Oh, in Cairo. <laughs> yeah, I remember when he fought those stupid... Idiot guys with those turbans on their face. Those, really? Yeah, the bad guys. Yeah, remember? Because he jumped him. Oh, is that when he... Uh, yeah, that's when he shoots the Kyle Swordsman. And I remember that. Oh, right, right. Oh, yeah, the guy pulls out the fancy sword and starts really trying to dazzle him with a sword. And then... Boom. And he just... Yeah, he was sick doing that. He told me about that. I didn't know about that trivia on that movie, too. Yeah, that's one of the reasons he yeah, did... He had a fever 102. Holy crap. Said he was sick. So he just wanted to get on with the scene and just do away, yeah. with, do away with that crazy uh, Egyptian with the sword, right? Yeah, he had a bad headache after, like really bad. I bet the guy he shot did too. Yeah, it would, hurt. Would, be, it would kill. It would kill. That was like one shot. It would hurt, you know. Like, like would a warthog a ten? You know, if you were just you know doing your walk around the block and, and strafing you with a, a thirty millimeter cannon, would that hurt? Oh yeah, you'd be dead. It would kill you? Oh, yeah. One shot. One shot. Do like that. Yeah. Give me toast. Yeah, what about a missile to the head? Ugh. Or how about uh, one of those catapult things on the on the deck that they hit your hamstring at 100 miles an hour? The which thing on the... Oh, oh, the, oh you mean from an aircraft carrier? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the catapult thing. Who did? Uh, one guy got hit in the leg. Oof. From the catapult. It went over 100 miles an hour and sweat like, biff. Hit him the back of the hamstring. Knocked the guy down. Didn't it tear his leg off? No, it hurt him. It hit him really hard. Fuck, I can imagine that would hurt. That would hurt. That would kill. 
That would that would really really kill. Yeah, it know? went right. Biff went like like that. Hit him in the back of his leg. Yeah. And the guy fell, and I'm like, I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like yeah. hundred, I'm like, oh, that would hurt. Well, we might have to we might have to roll this one down now. For now, I guess we talked about some stuff here today. Yep. And uh, you got to call your dad. Gonna call my dad back and hang hang out outside, read a book. Read a book. Yeah, yeah. You read a lot. I gotta, you know, for all your your listeners. I read uh, a lot. Uh, they have to know that uh, Scotty is very well read. He reads quite a bit. I read a lot of good stuff. Lots of books, primarily oh, yeah. about wrestling, weather, right? Airplanes. Oh, speaking of weather, because we know it can be dodgy now and then, it concerns you. But what, what about today? Sunny. It's it's it's, it's like beautiful. It's beautiful, right? Yeah, it's warm out. So on that note, it's a uh, it's probably a good uh, day to be outside. Probably a, a good day to be outside. I guess so. Okay, uh, so I guess that's it. Guess we'll call it a day. I guess we'll call it a day. All right. Got it. Got it. Got it.